It was Monday, 2019. I logged into Roblox like I do every day. My mom came in and gave me a peanut butter sandwich. I locked into my account, but my avatar was covered in blood. I got scared, but I thought it was just a glitch. I clicked on the jailbreak, which is my favorite game because I'm really good at it. It took around two hours to load, but then I was in the game. Everything was pretty normal. I chose prisoner like always, and I tried to escape jail like normal, but I got tased by a police. <laughs> I looked at the user so I could kill him later. His name was Guest666. <laughs> I started crying in real life. <laughs> and Guest666 arrested me. He private messaged me in chat, ha ha, I got you, loser. I will get you, I said back. No, he said. <laughs> I exited the game. I joined into Pizza Simulator. I was having fun. I had one million pizza points, and then I saw someone in the game. I checked the username. It was Guest666. I screamed for my mom, but she didn't come to me. I got up out of the chair and looked at my mom. I went to the living room. I saw her dead body. Everything was blood. I looked behind me and saw Guest 666 in real life. <laughs> I hope it picked up that thunder. I Guys, okay. just It 100% just thundered when Corey said that. And that was the scariest thing ever. Luckily, I had karate practice. I did a karate punch at him. He got hurt and was bleeded everywhere. I ran away to the neighbor. The neighbor was police and then shot guest 666. <laughs> the neighbor was so amazed I killed it, so she made me president. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to football after dark yes welcome everybody we're starting this after dark episode with a scary camp fried i hope you're all feeling nice fried podcast intro yeah i hope you're I hope you're nice and spooked before we get into this it's gonna I, be a spicy I honestly episode. can't believe i i can't believe that happened like in the middle of that story just this like loud thunder rap like we talked through that uh deep cut for like 15 minutes and nothing. And nothing. And then the second you start with this terrifying story. Creepypasta. Creepypasta. It immediately thunders. <laughs> Very good. That's awesome. Welcome, everybody. Hope, you, hope you're having a good night here. We are going to go into some more predictions this week. We're going to double up. Because we, we to, owe you. Yeah, we wanted to make an episode last week, and uh, a lot of stuff got in the way. Well, like, uh, the soundboard died. Yeah, our soundboard died. It yeah. Was, it was quite convenient because I was out of town, so I guess it worked out. Yeah, but it, the, the whole thing's just gone. Uh, so we had to get a new one, and we have it now. So Thanks, Corey. Corey yeah. helped out yeah, with that. Yeah, Corey's the real G here. I'm we should bring him on the show. Sometime. Sometime. He's, he's our best Patreon. Yeah. Maybe you guys should ask me about my life sometime. Corey! I love you, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Do we want to do... Let's kick off. Well, I was going to say, are we going to kick off with the, the ones I came up with? 
No, I'm going to kick off with a new segment that's oh, technically right. been a recurring segment, but I never gave it a name. But I'm going to give it a name now, and it's Hill Watch 2019. Ooh, ouch. Hill and, uh, Watch yeah. 2019. Up on your Matt, grassy knoll. Now, Matt Dustman has already given us two, technical, technically two, updates on this Hill Watch saga. But he is now going to give us a third. Take I, it away, bud. I can't believe there is a third update to all of this. <laughs> it, it, this... This story has this, twists, turns, This story roads. keeps getting weirder and weirder. Do you guys know anything about like what's been going on in the Tyree Kill situation? Then he talked to was this last one the part where he talked to Goodell and then stuff came out about like his interviews that were bad. It, well, the, this he did talk he had his interviews and stuff with the league, but they were actually apparently good and, and the initial like responses from um, you know, like insiders and whatnot were before were People were saying he was going to get cut, and then, well, he might not get cut, but he'll get suspended for, like, eight games. Then, all of a sudden, you started seeing reports that, like, the meetings with the league and Goodell went so well that his suspension was going to, at most, be four games, and after an appeal down to two games, and some people were saying he's not even going to get suspended anymore, like, at all. And, like, you have to wonder why, like, what, what could have happened in that meeting, well, I could tell you the kind of things that happened in that meeting. <laughs> oh. So, there was that f- conversation between Tyreek and his ex-wife that was recorded at the airport that KCTV5 aired like 20 seconds of two months ago that kind of started the true spiral on this where we... You should be afraid of me. and You yeah. should be afraid of me, blah, blah, blah. And that that little section of audio was part of an 11-minute recording that KCTV5, at the time of reporting, said the rest of the recording had no bearing on that, on those 20 seconds. So that's all they showed anybody. That's all anybody knew about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, like, so, okay, again, 11 minutes of conversation at an airport between Tyreek and his ex-wife where she knew she was recording him and Tyreek didn't know he was being recorded at all. All right? Okay. All right. Uh, 610, which is, like, the only good media outlet in Kansas City right now because you had 810 with Kitesman and KCTV5, like, taking all this stuff and trying to, like, Withholding information? Mm-hmm. So... The parts that the news station omitted, which the radio station aired, included the exasperated couple arguing about the validity of the 2014 incident before he got drafted, in which Hill pleaded guilty to domestic abuse by strangulation and Hill expressing lament about the couple's relationship. The NFL and the Chiefs have heard the entire audio. Sources with knowledge of the situation told... I'm reading directly from Yahoo Sports right now. Mm -hmm. So this is quoted verbatim from the recording. This is Hill. You ruined my life and you lied on me in 2014, bro, Hill said of the incident, which took place in his Stillwater, Oklahoma residence and resulted in him being kicked off Oklahoma State's football team. Back to quote. And if you want to rewind that night, we can rewind that night too, expletive. You was in my house and did I pick you up and slam you? Hell no. I picked you up and put you out my door and after that you left. And on my son you did that, bro. And then then you get in a courtroom and you want to sit up there and cry on the stand. He hit me. He hit me. Man, come on, bro. The uh, I can never say her name. Espinal. Es- Espinal. Or Espinal. Then where did the bruises come from, Tyreek? Did I hit you? Did I hit you, though? Hill replied. 
I'm asking you where the bruises come from, Espinal said. Did I hit you? Tell me the truth in the eyes right now. Look at me, Hill said. We're not thinking about that, Espinel said. Right now, the issue is our son. Hill avoided, Hill avoided jail time for the 2014 incident by pleading guilty in exchange for a deferred three-year sentence. He did his probation and his case records were expunged. And then the thing in March with his son happened. And uh, after saying she'd think about the 2014 case in the audio, Espinel transitioned to the child abuse case. The audio, that bit of audio, which has already been played by the news station, you heard the part, you should be afraid of me too, where... If you remember what I talked about in the last, I guess, Hill Watch, there's there's like uh, accusations and reports of Espinal like embezzling all of Tyreek's money and mm-hmm. giving it to family members and doing stuff like that. And that when he said what he said there, it was because he had dirt on her and that he was trying to get out of the relationship and cut her money well or whatever. Okay. So you could look at it from that perspective. I don't he know. just worded it badly. Very badly. Yeah. All right. In in it, Espinel repeatedly accused Hill of breaking their son's arm. I honestly want you to think about that night between me and you getting into an argument about the way you disciplined our son. And even the CPS lady says you don't do it correctly, Espinel said. Okay, I will listen, Hill said. I will listen. But like I said, though, no, you're not listening to me. Think about why a freaking three-year-old will tell everybody and anybody that you broke his arm. Why would our son do that? And towards the end of the recording, Hill essentially expressed regret for diving into a relationship with Espinel and denied injuring their child. My life is supposed to be a whole lot easier right now. 2014 wasn't supposed to happen. None of that expletive. But I broke my son's arm? Come on, let's be real. You know how I am with the kids, Hill added. You know how I am with our son. I'm hard on him, but I would never hurt my son in my life. That was in the audio recording that KCTV5 never played for anybody else. Very wild. Very crazy. I don't know what to think of it. I don't know what to think of it either. It's really just... It's a really fucked story. All of it is just, like I said, there's, there's I think so there's... I, I, I can't, like, say Tyreek is still, like, just innocent or whatever. I don't think so. I, I can't, like, just say that. He's, there's no way he's just innocent in this. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think there's, Basically like, something impossible. that happened or whatnot, but I, I just... I don't know exactly what, to what extent, what's being lied about by who... It's going to be an absolutely shit storm until the season starts because... <coughs> Sorry, coffee. He's dead. Yeah, I'm dying over here. I got fucking con flu. I just... I don't know. I I don't know. I, I don't know if he still gets suspended. I don't know how long it's going to be. Chances are he's still with the Chiefs, though. He's, pro- he's going to play for Kansas City this year and remain with the team. He... Uh, it seems he did what Kareem Hunt didn't do and was upfront and honest with the Chiefs organization from the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's why Kansas City, that's why the Chiefs organization had that tape and had everything that they have. And I, I almost feel like if I was like the Chiefs organization, you can only deal with 610 sports anymore. You can't deal with 810, can't deal with KCTV5. They they put out they put out a an editorial in the Kansas City Star after all this started coming out, their opinion on why they didn't need to play that part of the tape is that it incriminates him more and, and stuff like that. So there was an editorial in the Kansas City it, Star it that said... It incriminates him more by him saying that he didn't do it. Yes. What? Yeah. They, what? they, they wrote an editorial in the Kansas City Star. What? So the Kansas City newspaper, one of their radio stations, and one of their local news things are kind of like really fucking up right now. Who's the GM for the Chiefs? Veach. Who? His last name's Veach. I'm, Veach. I, okay. I, I totally just fucking blanked. If you're on the, the GM for the 
Chiefs, what do you do? Wait to wait for league action. Yep. You wait for the league to do something. You, you let you let the league step in on this one. Let them take care of it, which means nothing's gonna happen. Okay, so if nothing <laughs> happens, then what do you do? Do you do nothing? Yeah. See, I don't think I, I don't think I could not do anything. As as personally, I couldn't. But thinking as a GM in the National Football League, I don't have the investigators looking into them, so I don't know what what. Again, the investigation was dropped again. All the, the only thing happening right now is league stuff, and they already met with him. And supposedly, well, that's what I meant—the league's investigation. Mm-hmm. It, I like I said, I don't think that. Well, okay, well, so what do we know for sure? We know that if I was if I was the Chiefs GM, I probably don't draft him anyway, just because of the 2014 stuff. See, that was one person that I heard talking about. It was like. It never gets to this point with me because I never draft Tyreek Hill, which I understand. Like that's, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Makes I sense. mean, one hundred percent. The problem is, is that Andy Reid has a penchant for taking on problem people. He does, and the problem is, is Tyreek got drafted. Okay, well, so also Joe Mixon also got drafted, and Joe Mixon's offense is documented, like on camera, like you can see it. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon got drafted by the team that drafted Vontaze Perfect. By the team that also took Vontaze Perfect. If I'm if I'm the Chiefs, see here was here's my worry is that I can't convince the other guys in the locker room that he didn't do this, right? That he didn't actually break his kid's arm. So what that means is that I can't go to the 51, 52 other people in the locker room and say, "Hey, he didn't do this. Like he's innocent. He didn't do this." So like 50 other grown men some of them probably have kids are all generating their own opinions of Tyreek. And if you just insert Tyreek back into that locker room, there's going to be people in that locker room that are thinking this guy broke his kid's arm. Well, okay, here's... And that is a situation that I do not want. And that's so scary to think about. I agree with you, but here's some... There's, I mean, Tyreek's actually started like getting back on Twitter again. He was, he was like social media. Quiet he was on like, Twitter the other day. Yeah. yeah, he's he's been working out and he's been sh- uploading videos of him working out on the side. And he he's got a, he's already had a couple of videos with like some of the Chiefs players working out with him. Mm-hmm. And then you have stuff like Tyron Matthew. You remember he was one of the first like outspoken ones to like to go against Tyreek. Mm-hmm. He's seemed to have changed his mind on social media. Tyron seems to be in support of Tyreek all of a sudden. Probably in this in the sense of like as the more more information comes out. It's just I get it, where you're coming from it's though. It's such a it's such a terrible thing because like if <coughs> if the alternative is true and that Tyreek not only did not break his kid's arm, but if it's also true what he's saying in the tape in that he didn't actually even assault his ex-wife. Mhm. She just did like like the biggest disservice to every other woman who has been assaulted by an NFL player. Like, yeah, like she, she just like reversed so much. Like okay. the reason why Ray Rice isn't in the league anymore. And Joe Mixon was fell in the draft and Greg Hardy. They, everyone got rid of Greg Hardy and got rid of McDaniel from the 49ers. Like now you have this incident of like, Oh no, this girl faked it. So like, what are the chances that all the other girls didn't fake it? You know what I'm saying? Like, She's ruining, yeah. like, something that was that, not that progress was being made, 
well, progress is being put at a snail's pace. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right in the it's NFL when it comes to it's this really issue, bad. it's still really bad. It's going to continue to be really bad. If if this is all true that she made all this up, she has set them. She set all that progress back so far, and that's like awful. Yeah, because the way like, NFL that's officials so are gonna, awful. the way NFL officials are going to look at it now, they're going to cast they're going to cast doubt on survivors. Unless it's literally a situation like Kareem Hunt or Joe Mixon, where, where it's you like have on mm-hmm. on footage. It's the same thing that happened with, and it's the perfect transition because I was going to talk about this. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. The perfect transition is Zeke. Cause I haven't you remember, seen exactly what's going on. with Okay, because if you remember the thing with Zeke, was he got into that all, that supposedly the physical altercation with his girlfriend in the car. Right? Yeah. Like, he assaulted her in a car. And there were eyewitness reports of people that were at the stop where he was and saying, like, no. Like, they didn't get physical. Like, she got out of the car, and he made her get back in the car because they were at a red light in the middle of nowhere. So he made her get back. But they didn't get physical with each other. So, but the problem, the most recent problem, ow, the most recent problem (laughs) is I just poked myself in the face with the microphone. Uh, The most recent thing is when Zeke's at this music festival and he like shoves the security guard and gets into a fight with him and stuff so Zeke goes through this whole process of like the league investigating this issue they decide they're not going to suspend him but now the security guard is going to press charges against him and Zeke is threatening to hold out of camp for a new contract he's got two years left He's threatening to hold out after a contract. This is after... Melvin Gordon. Oh, you're going to keep talking no, no, about Zeke. I, I thought you were talking about... about... No, I'm talking about Zeke. This right. is after, like, basically every single one of the off-seasons that he has been on the Cowboys, he has gotten into some sort of legal issue. Mm. He's going to end up getting cut. No, he's just childish. He just hasn't grown up. This is what happens when you give 21-year-old kids millions and millions of dollars before they mature. Yep. I went to no. That's a, that's a really good point, Corey. Yeah, you usually don't like fully mature until you're like 24, 25. Sometimes even later. It's really weird. Like I, I at um 27, I am nowhere near the same person I was at 21. And I no. don't like. I don't necessarily blame him because you see where he's at. He doesn't get that from leaving living a normal life. You know, he doesn't right. become one the best running back in the league from living a normal childhood through high school and i'm sure i mean in college and i you know the things do come out like he was a the party boy in college yeah. and everything but i mean that's like a lot of their release and you kind of got have to give them that space but when you're out at a music festival getting in fights with security and you're ezekiel elliott right you're the running back for the dallas cowboys you got that star on your helmet yeah you have a star on your helmet and not to and a target on your back. Not to act, yeah, yep, exactly. Not, not to act like I have some sort of in with Ezekiel Elliott. My cousin went to Ohio State when Zeke was there, and she knew about him. Like she had gone to frat parties where he was there, and she was in buildings that had classes that he attended, but he didn't attend them. Well, like yeah, he of he was very the royalty factor, right? He's. Ezekiel Elliott, he's the best running back in the country, plays for Ohio State, Heisman candidate, whatever. You know, Corey's right. Like, he just hasn't developed that level of, like, maturity, I think, that is rare amongst people his age. But in the NFL, you find it a lot. Like, you see it. Like, there's plenty of young, mature people. Like, not everybody coming out of college is some raving, like, getting into legal problems whether they're true or not 
But the fact that Zeke constantly finds himself in these situations where he's getting suspended and he's getting in trouble and now he's going to have to go to court with the security guard that he got into a fight with is just... And, and the other thing is, because we were kind of... When you were kind of going with the angle with Tyreek and the Chiefs, like, what do you do? I feel like with Tyreek, Tyreek's doing... Like, at least it seems like the Chiefs are doing this process of like, we want you to be innocent. We want you to, we want this to not be true. And we're going to do our best. And the NFL is going to try to figure out what to do. Whereas at this point, like the Cowboys have to just be looking at Zeke with like, dude, you have two years left on your deal and you're going to hold out. Goodbye. We're sorry. We're sorry. I would normally think that, but he is their offense. No, he is. And that it would be, but here's the, the flip side to it is, if you let Zeke go, right, and Dak's numbers go down, right, drastically, like they do, like mm-hmm. they will, like they will, like they will, yes, Dak's probably not gonna get twenty million dollars. Nope. So, um, I'm sorry to be shrewd, but uh, if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm thinking to myself, I'm looking at what Carson Wentz just got paid. And I'm looking at, you know, all the other recent quarterbacks that got deals. And I'm looking at Dak Prescott, who he likes, who you can win games with as long as you have a great defense and a great offensive line and Amari Cooper and a great running and Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> you know, you have to have a lot of things. But there's no way that he's not looking at this situation of, like, if I – first of all, if I trade Zeke, can you imagine what someone would give up for Ezekiel Elliott? A fourth-round draft good, pick. Good <laughs> no. <laughs> No, they're not going to give with up the legal With the legal trouble? No. There's so many suckers. With the baggage? And if you really think... The Raiders really... will give him a first round. Yeah. The Raiders will 100% just throw a first round who they, pick. Who, who do they have on running back right now? Yes, the Jacobs. Yeah. Who they just drafted. But they don't... John yeah. Gruden doesn't care. John Gruden wouldn't give a shit. Oh, he wouldn't give a shit. He would, he would do it anyway. You, you, really, you really think, like, the Dolphins wouldn't throw... They just traded a whole bunch of players for picks. They have a ton. They have, like... A first round, two seconds, two thirds, two fourths. They'll give a first. They'll give a like a second and a fourth for him. They'll trade him Kenyon Drake and a whole bunch of picks for Zeke. Right. You could get a haul for Ezekiel Elliott, and at the same time, almost kind of like purposely not trying to submarine your own quarterback, but devalue him. But devalue him. Yep. In an in a way to save money because he can't ask for as much because you can clearly see like oh okay we lost Zeke and your numbers went down. Scouts are saying 2020 is going to be one of the best drafts for running backs in years. Are they saying that? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Just in time for all these uh what why are running backs divas all of a sudden? Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell Le'Veon Bell the caused revolution. it. This is Le'Veon Bell tried to save the running back position and the opposite happened. I mean, yeah, you, like I, I mentioned it, it earlier because I thought you were going to go. Melvin Gordon's holding out. People are talking about Leonard Fournette going to hold out. What happens when Saquon Barkley gets to the end of his rookie deal? You have Zeke holding Saquon's out. Saquon's too nice. <laughs> you say He's that. too nice of a guy. You say that, but money. Yeah. What do you say, Corey? Money it, talks. A lot of this, I think a lot of this is probably going to go away after the negotiations next year or this coming off season. The CBA? Mm-hmm. Do you want to know how you solve this issue? Easiest, easiest solution to this running back problem is you make rookie running back contracts ridiculously front-loaded. Just give them all their money at the start, right from the jump. Be like, this is when you're the most valuable. This is when you're not going to get hurt. We're just going to give you – and because rookie contracts are guaranteed. You get all of it, no matter what. 
You get every single penny of your rookie contract. So, up rookie running back contracts by like $5 million and just give it all to them at the start of the year. Give it all to them. Quarterbacks are cheap on rookie deals. Especially if you wait. If you draft a quarterback in the second, third round, then you start him. He's dirt cheap. Yeah. You know how much the... You know how much the Arizona Cardinals are paying Josh Rosen right now? A million dollars a year. <laughs> a million dollars a year they're paying Josh Rosen. Like, that's insane. Like, Jared Goff's making like three million. Mm. You know? Like, Jimmy Garoppolo was making three or four million. Like, quarterbacks are cheap depending upon where you can get them. Just make running backs first year contracts like seven or eight million dollars nine million dollars screw it make it ten million dollars for rookie running backs that are taken in the first round there you go there's your ten million dollars give it all to them on the rookie deals and then they can't bitch be like all right here's all your money right now because that's what you want it you want it right now and we're sorry but after your fourth year you're gonna start falling apart because that's what happens unless your name is adrian peterson I guess. Frank Gore. Or Frank Gore. God, yeah. Frank Gore is going to get the rushing title. He's going to play for another seven years. He is. <laughs> he won't stop. He won't stop. He can He can fall forward for three yards for the rest of his life. Break, <laughs> breaking news, bagel guy Chris Morgan signs deal to fight other viral celebrities. Who's that? You're not, my, you're not God or my father or my boss guy that just starts arguing with people in the bagel shops. Yeah, he has like a whole YouTube channel dedicated to that. What a piece of shit. I hope he gets rocked. Wait, wait is this what he does for a living? Yes. That's he amazing. Just, he just starts shit with people. He's a he's an asshole. I hope somebody knocks him the fuck out. Oh. God, hell yeah, dude. So, do you want to go into the things yeah. that I've... Let's go into okay. Kuiper's... Look, let's get, get into something a little more lighthearted here, I guess. We're, we're, yeah, a little more lighthearted. Uh, these are just some random... We're doing, like, predictions and projections. We're at that point of the year. Yeah. We're going to be doing the AFC East and the NFC North this year, which should be fun. This year? This week? Well, this week. <laughs> which should be fun because I feel like Justin's NFC North is going to make everybody here mad. Probably. I don't know. It's not... I don't think it's that crazy, actually. Actually, mine might be the most crazy. My NFC North is kind of nuts. All right, that's fine. All I'm right. down for I'm it. I'm excited. I'm um, excited I, to I talk about like it. I was very critical on the Vikings, so I... <coughs> I was, I was very, critical. very critical. I mean, like, Kirk Cousins can't beat I mean, a team they, that they goes only, over 500. Like, so. you, like you said before yourself, Corey, they only uh, lost faith in their quarterback already and uh, have a worse offensive line. Yeah. All right. So there's a couple. <laughs> Same couple, team as last year. Couple of these, couple of these are like multi-part, I guess you could say. Um, but we're going to start with a real easy one. Okay. Out of these four quarterbacks, who will have the most total yards? Okay. Not passing yards, most total yards. Russell Wilson. He's not an option. Why? Most total yards. You'll see why. Why? Lamar Jackson. No. Kyler Murray. No. Josh Allen. There he no. is. Or Patrick Mahomes. Russell Wilson. No, what? Will Patrick Mahomes throw for more yards than either of those guys throw and run for? Potentially. I, I mean, might, I might 5,000 last year. Yeah. I might give it to Josh Allen. You I say mean, Josh Allen? If Josh you Allen. count the incompletions, it'll be Josh Allen. Huh. If you count the if you counted the incompletions, Josh Allen would be throwing for ten thousand yards a year. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Do you want to just add in Russell Wilson? Yeah. Oh, if it's Russell Wilson, they ran Russell the ball Wilson. more than any other team last year. He didn't really throw it that much. And he's still gonna get thirty five hundred yards passing, and then a thousand on the ground. If you count if you count all the yards he spends just running around in the back. That's it's, true. It's pro- he probably runs more than the, then, the top Then I'm guys. going with Mitch Trubisky because he ran 
48 yards on a 12-yard touchdown. He did. <laughs> um, Trubisky was one that I thought about putting in here. I'm going to go with Lamar simply because I feel like Lamar will probably – his total yards will probably be like 20 more than Mahomes. Like, Lamar could unironically rush for 1,000 yards. Maybe, but in, he's, in not the throwing, he's not throwing for 4,000. He's not throwing for 4,000, but – I think I don't think Mahomes is going to throw for five thousand yards again. <laughs> I don't either, but, but I, I want to dream. But I, I, I guess it's true. I guess five thousand yards. It's so crazy. That five thousand yards isn't that big of a deal anymore. It's so weird. Yeah, remember uh, when like Drew Brees was doing that shit and everybody lost their minds? Only one with multiple. The, when he when he got the second one, it was the. I, I I'm kind of upset that two more people did it this year because I kind of liked the whole idea of. Drew Brees has thrown for 5,000 yards as many times as other people have thrown, but now he hasn't. Yeah. Because it was, he'd done it four times and four other people had done it, but now six other people have done it. So now he has to play two more years and throw for 5,000 yards. He's not going to. to. He's not going yes, to, he unfortunately. I, I hope so. It will make me very happy. I just don't think okay. so. Okay. This one might require a little thought because we have to kind of think about who finished in last place last year. Okay. But these last, these next two things have actually happened, I think in a, like many consecutive years. Who is a team that finished worst in their division that will now finish first? I know yours already. The Giants. You're because you're gonna say the Giants. What are you gonna oh, say? Barkley gonna have more and rushing. I have to think about this for a second. Barkley okay. gonna have more rushing and receiving yards than any of those quarterbacks are gonna have. <laughs> That's not okay. That might well, that might be true. It might not equate to wins. He's though. gonna have a two thousand two thousand year. For, forget the thousand thousand. 2000, 2000? First ever 2000. <laughs> Do you need to know who was in last place? I, I think I know, but I'm trying to. I, I just don't think there's going to be one that. One of those. What do you eight think? teams that will. God. Finish the in all, first. Oh, God. All these teams are going to suck. The closest, the closest, I think, would be like the Packers who finished third. There's finished one. First. One who. There's who one. Who am I missing? There's one that I, I think. There's one that I think will happen. I don't okay, think it will well, happen. Well, well, let's go through. It's not going to be the Lions. It's no, not going to be the not. Cardinals. No. I don't think it's going to be the Giants, but that's what Corey says. No. It's not going to be the Buccaneers. No. The Bengals are going to be the worst team in the NFL. Yeah. Oh, uh, you think the Jaguars. You Jaguars. fucking Jaguars fan. No, listen. Let, no me, let me explain. Okay. Not even close, baby. Let me expl- I'm not saying they will. It's they have the, the best, best chance, chance, I guess. They're not going to. Out of all the teams that finished But they worst, have the best chance. They, yeah, though, here's why they have a chance. I get what you're saying. The Colts are the only actual good team in that division right, right. now. Right. Yeah. The Texans are a byproduct of their schedule, and the, they're not the, good. The, the problem... Oh, my God. We nailed that so hard. I was so proud of myself. I'm so oh, glad that I brought that up, like, during their four-game win streak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so yeah, you kind of... You brought it up during their win streak, and we were all kind of like, yeah. Like, yeah, you're kind of right. Like, they are... They do just kind of And suck. that's what's going to happen with the Giants this year, baby. <laughs> I don't know it's po- You know, I'll give it to you that it's possible. I just don't see but it. But here's, here's why I think it's the Jaguars. And this is tying into the thing that I talked about on the deep cut. Okay, so they were last Wait, before year. You, if you want to listen to the deep cut, subscribe oh, yes. to $10 or more on patreon.com slash FADPOD. Yeah, but then you don't get to hear about my life, so I would do it. How about next? Okay, next week's deep cut, we're just going to have Corey talk for 15 minutes. Okay. About anything he wants. Yeah, sure. If I have anything going on this week. <laughs> I had a lot going on in my life these past couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Everything fucking sucked, but Damn. now you know won't know why. Damn, dude. <laughs> um. Oh, but okay. So the Jaguars last year. Yes. They had. Okay, two years ago. Remember? Okay, two years ago. Remember they, when they had a pass rush with Calais Camel, and then he's like, "Oh shit, I'm old," and then well, didn't yeah, have that. They had that, that happened. <laughs> um, last year or two years ago. Remember they in the AFC Championship game, they were play away from winning the Super Bowl. Nathaniel Hackett sucks. 
congratulations on having him as your new offensive coordinator. Uh, he's awful. Yeah, I know. God, I found out he's... I've researched recently. Wow, is he awful. Yeah, like, it's actually kind of hilarious how awful I he is. I didn't understand. I'm worried. Um, he doesn't call plays. Yeah, that's... But that's, Matt LaFleur is not much better either. Right. That, um, <laughs> I feel like... Like, all right, so there was this whole lot of media talk about with the Packers. We're, how, we're, like, we're getting, we're getting on to the Packers. Right, yeah, we'll no, talk about the Packers during the projections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so last year, the Jacksonville Jaguars had four of their five offensive linemen on IR. Yeah. They had both of their tight ends get hurt. Yes. They had both of their starting wide receivers miss time. Leonard Fournette missed time. Shocker. And he's going to miss time again. Shocker. I'm surprised, right? We're surprised. And he wants to hold out. And he wants to hold out. You think about that for a second. Oh, my God. Basically, they went from being the most efficient defense in the league two years ago to being about, like, the seventh most efficient. Yeah. And, like, it's mainly because their offense just completely fell apart health-wise. Like, they just couldn't maintain themselves. And they basically, like, thrust Blake Bortles. Like, okay, well, our offensive line's hurt. Our running back's hurt. Go and win the game for us, Blake. Yeah, and he's not going to. No, and he's not. He was never designed to do that. So Nick Foles is about, like, two times more competent. Yeah. And a lot better of a leader yeah. than Blake I'm not Bortles saying – I'm not – and again, this isn't – I'm not saying – I'm not going to give away my projections for the AFC South. But I'm not saying they're going to because I think the two things working against them – are the Colts existing? Yeah, because they're just brave. and they just can't beat the Titans. No, they really they can't. just can't beat the Titans. Like even if the Titans suck, they just can't beat them. So like I'm automatically taking away like three games. Yeah, from them. So like you look around at their schedule and you think, okay, so they're lo- They're going three and three in the division, right? You're gonna in order to like make the playoffs in the AFC, you're gonna have to win like ten games. So can I find seven games on their schedule that they win? I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. how, we've seen Nick Foles without the the Eagle system. It's very average. I just think that so much went wrong for them last year. Hey, he won a game for Kansas City. All right, he he's, did a, win, he's a man. He did win a game for – he won a couple games for the St. Louis Rams. <clears throat> yeah, he did, didn't he? But I think the team with the best odds – okay, so we have Jacksonville. Who did – do you think Jacksonville will be the best odds? Not like, that they, they would. They they have to be the best odds. All the other teams that finished last are going to suck again okay. this yeah, year. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. All right, now – Me and my God, Saquon Barkley look down on you all. <laughs> All right, so be great I hope Corey proves this wrong. All right, vice versa. Name a team that finished in first that has the best chance of finishing in last. Texans. Yeah. <laughs> it's so easy. Texans. Oh, yeah, for sure, Texans. The They're the team, easiest. The other teams that finished in first, like, yeah, most of them are still really consistently strong. We're like, like, the Rams are going to fall. They're not going to win their division, but they're same not with, I think last. the same with the Bears. They'll fall, too. But Bears I don't think they're going to be... might win the division again. I don't know. We'll have to talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. The only thing that... Talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. I don't think so, but... Cowboys aren't going to win the division this year. But they'll be okay. They'll be good. Saints, the only thing that the only thing the Saints have to worry about this year is... Healthy that, Atlanta. No. Odd oh, year, odd year Carolina. Cam. Yeah, odd year Cam, yeah. That's the only thing standing between the Saints and another NFC South. Um, I don't know if the Chiefs can win the AFC West... Four years in a row. <laughs> they might. That'd be kind of nuts. When's the last time? I, well, other than the Patriots, take them out. When's the last time that a team not the Patriots won their division four years in a Probably row? Probably the Colts with Peyton. Yeah. Like, that's kind of nuts. The Packers might have as well, actually. Really? Ba- back yeah. in Aaron Rodgers' right. prime. Aaron okay, they prime. They might have. They might have. It's, just, it's, it's been a while. It's not it's been a hot minute. Happens. Yeah. It's been yeah. a hot minute. It definitely has. Not even the Steelers have. No. 
No, because so. they, they've got they, go, they go the back and forth between the Ravens. That one year it was the Bengals. Yeah, it's basically been Ravens Steelers back and forth. So just just basically that would be really impressive. The and then what are the other two? The Ravens aren't the Ravens aren't going to win their division because it's going to be between the Browns and Steelers. Yeah, and um, obviously no way the Texans and the Patriots will win. Their That's so exciting. That rivalry is going to get so much hotter. I'm I'm, I'm uh, excited for that. It's just a casual football spectator of that division. I know you don't, don't but we're going to have to. Eventually, at we'll some get point, to we're going to have to. You're going to have to skip that episode. No, no. I don't want to go on air during that episode. You're going to have to. You're not the one that has to get all the text messages about what you guys say bad about the Browns, okay? That's true. <laughs> when have I we ever like... said, out of everybody here, I'm the only one that trashes them? <laughs> so basically, what you just said is that you get angry text messages about me sometimes, which is fitting. <laughs> I, I I feel like sometimes I'm like our weird like social media manager because i get all these you kind of are i get all these comments and things vetted at me about each podcast from like right. people that's here's, fine here's the next Be- one better you than me all right <laughs> i, I all clap right. back there are when, when somebody tried to, to I, I clap back at him so it's, it's good that you uh <laughs> right damn Justin, all right here's, whatever. A, here's another one that might be a little hard i'm an editor not a social media guy. Well, yeah you're an editor we'll, we'll go for it though okay there are six rookie head coaches this year rank them in odds that they'll make the playoffs Oh boy. Okay, so the teams are Miami, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Green Bay, Arizona, and Denver. Cleveland at the top, Green yes. Bay second. Yes. Uh, Denver. Denver third. Hmm. Because what are the other three I'm missing? Arizona, Cincinnati, and Miami. Oh God, yeah, no, those three aren't going to. Yeah, make the it's going to have to be. Well, the, the good, the, I like. Can I all give those them are correct. All hundred to one odds. I think. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think the the bottom three there is where you can mess around a little bit. I would I would swap Green Bay and Cleveland only because I feel like Green Bay established talent. I established know. talent. I think. I mean, and maybe this maybe uh, Matt Lafleur yeah. will use Aaron Jones. And then I I actually would put my third Here team it comes would probably be Arizona. You really think that I, they're not going to? Mm. I just think that I don't. Cincinnati, no, no, they're gonna like I, Miami. I Miami might win a game next year. God, crack and, out Adam Gase. And Denver is bad, and they yeah, have Joe Flacco. We'll talk about so. how many games we have them winning. I don't know, Denver. Like, yeah, we're gonna be talking about that. That's the thing. Soon. Like, I'm Denver's not gonna be at they're as bad as some people think. I don't think so. I think Joe Flacco. They still have Von is Miller. Competent. They still have Von Miller. Yeah, you you you've just another con. I think probably slightly more competent <coughs> quarterback. I think they it's probably a very minimal upgrade. He's been awful. From Case Keenum. No, he's been awful. Yeah, but Case Keenum has also been Joe awful. Joe Flacco's been bad. Like, real bad. It's right. probably a very minimal upgrade. Maybe he just needs to change the scenery. Maybe. Like Nick Foles did. This one, I don't think you need to answer, because I think you answered it in your Giants projection. How many weeks until Daniel Jones takes over as the quarterback for the Giants? I think he doesn't. Seven. Did, did you put that in your projections? I think you did. Yeah, I said. I put take... in parentheses. I'm like Corey already answered, but I said he'd take over eventually. You said week seven. Yeah. I say he doesn't. Either. Yeah, I don't think he does. I, I think I think Dave Gettleman and Pat Shermer are just hitching their hitching their wagon to Eli Manning, who's basically been strung Why? to the wagon backwards. Why? Because they're dumb and they don't know what they're doing. And then finally, Why? here's the here's the big here's the big uh, the big oof ow. Man, this could possibly happen thing. Will Todd Gurley 
Finish the year as a ram. Oh. <laughs> That's spicy. That's a spicy meatball. Ooh. He will make $21 million if he is on the roster in 2020. And he is probably going to be start. He's probably going to be splitting carries from now for the rest of his career. Do you he's got think, arthritis. Do you think uh, he's, a, he's a trade deadline shocker trade player? Who's going to pick up that $20 who, million? Who, who thinks they would be stuck with $8 million of dead cap? They'd save $12 million. If they just cut him. If they just, no, if they trade him. Oh, okay. If they trade him prior to 2020, it still sucks because you're paying him $8 million. But he's, I think he makes $21 million if he gets everything. <laughs> oh, man, the Dolphins. <laughs> I could see him going to the fucking Dolphins. Oh, my God. Will Todd Gurley finish the year as a Ram? I think he does. I think he finishes the year as a Ram, but then I think that offseason gets real weird. Because what you said with the with the running back draft, and if Henderson comes out and plays really well, yeah, they could very easily just get rid of him. Oh my! Like, can you imagine if Todd Gurley signs the richest contract for a running back in NFL history, and then seven months later he's not even on the fucking team anymore? Like, yeah. how insane is that? Talk about getting your bag before arthritis takes your life. Man, we made fun of him. <laughs> like, that was the best joke we've ever made on this show. Like three weeks before, <laughs> three weeks before he like confirmed arthritis. We were like, "Ha ha, getting off the plane and he can't walk." Ha ha. <laughs> then the report comes out. Yeah, he's got arthritis. And we're like, "Oh no!" I still stand by. It's the best joke we've ever made Sorry, on this show. Todd. And uh, then and then we also said that he's gonna get off the bus <laughs> and not be able to walk into the camp in Miami. <laughs> we did. We he can't be on the team because it has to fit our cannon now. He's going to Miami, <laughs> and he's not gonna be able to get off the bus. Todd Gurley's big Miami vacation. Todd Gurley's big Miami vacation. Because <laughs> everybody else is gonna get off the bus, and he's gonna try, and then we're like, Nah, Todd, stay here for a bit. Stay on the bus, Todd. They bring him a walker. <laughs> Oh, I forgot kind of that we we already mapped out his next career move. <laughs> that's some good fad pod lore. Oh my god. That's, that's good shit. Is that your last question? That was it. We can get into uh All right, it's, predi- it's predictions time. Now. It's predictions time, lads. Get your get your charts out. Get ready. So, neither of us um I mean, the AFC East should go kind of fast. I assume none of us had the Patriots not winning the division. No. What I'm, what I'm saying was we normally do the thing where if one of our teams is in the division, that person goes last. But because none of us care. Although I guess it does kind of matter because we have money on the line for positions and records, so we need to like still say them. Oh, yeah. No, we're, I mean, we're going to say we're gonna go what in. everybody goes. All right. So uh, I'll, I'll just start. Yeah, that's fine. Um, we'll start at the very bottom. Uh, and it's the Miami Dolphins. Um, they were really... Corey kind of touched on it a couple episodes ago. So the Miami Dolphins, the only thing they were really good at last year was special teams. And I'm, that's not hyperbole. Like, they sucked. Yeah. Everywhere. Except special teams. And then the special teams coach left. So that's kind of funny. They have one of the worst off- worst rated offensive lines in football. Um, Adam Gase is there. Well, Adam Gase isn't there. Adam Gase is in the Jets. Yeah, he's um, just the there. Brian Flores from the Patriots. Oh yeah, my yeah. bad. I is, fucked is, up. Is I'm the sorry. coach for the Dolphins. We don't have Tony Reale there to hit fact check you. Yeah, hit me with the you're um, wrong. So the Miami Dolphins also have a very very rough schedule. Um, they start the year off versus the Ravens, Patriots, Cowboys, and Chargers. And man, here's the thing. Man, about, here's the thing like, about that's that. A, that's a thick zero and four. Yeah. That well, well, you you would, you would think yeah, that you would, you would think that you would think that. 
And like when we get to mine, they beat the Patriots at home more often than not. So that's a winnable game in week two. And I, okay, actually, you know what? Yeah, because it's early, it's early mm-hmm. Patriots, early in Florida. And like, I think hurricane season. I think they're gonna have an answer to Lamar Miller. Okay. Um, I mean, no, I understand. If you, it's it's very realistic for them to start out zero and four. Yeah, I'm just already stating my case. I for also my don't Dolphins think. Record. Yeah, I also don't think they put Rosen out initially. I think mm-hmm. they start with Osweiler. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The the first win is against the Redskins after their bye week, so they get a little win after the bye week. But then they have at the Bills, at the Steelers. Both teams coming off bye weeks, so like they get the Bills after the Bills. Well, the Bills have a short week. No, the Bills have their bye week. Excuse me. The Bills have their bye week, and then the Steelers have their bye week. My God. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So then, just off of Rosen, uh, Allen uh, resting up his yeah. uh, his crowd killing arm. Yeah. So Jets, Colts, loss, loss. <coughs> Bills win. Uh, Browns loss. Eagles loss. Jets win. Giants win. They beat the two New York teams back to back. They actually sweep the Jets. Oh no, they don't. They just beat the Bills and the Jets. Lose to the Bengals. Lose to the Patriots to the end of the year. Josh Rosen is. I like Josh. I think he can play. He's just gonna get thrusted in the constant. He was behind one of the. He was literally behind the worst pass blocking offensive line last year. Behind a terrible offensive system with no weapons outside of David Johnson. They didn't even know how to use him. Mm-hmm. And he's not in any of a better situation. So it kind of sucks for Josh. But he's at four and twelve. The next team is the Buffalo Bills. I have the Buffalo Bills at eight and eight. So the Bills were like basically one good defensive player away from having like a really really good defense and they got Ed Oliver. So like their their defense now is like really solid. Yeah. The only reason why I have them at 8 and 8 is just because that's about as many like as far as winning percentage that's about as many passes as Josh Allen's going to complete. <laughs> yeah. But he's also going to like just randomly have games like last year where he threw for like 300 yards and rushed for 100 and you know beat teams like you know the titans and the dolphins and the redskins he i even have them beating the eagles at home in week eight they beat like the broncos i do have them beating the patriots week 16 as like a last ditch like hurrah like the patriots oh, that's have, spicy the patriots have already like clinched the division and the patriots don't care and the and the Bills are like we're here, and they just beat a meaningless. They just win a meaningless game against the Patriots, and they're really excited about it. Um, so they go eight and eight. The Jets are one game better at nine and seven. They start out winning against the Bills. They beat the Patriots. The Patriots are losing a couple games in the division this year. Oh yeah, I, I think, think they're so. losing a couple games in the division. It's this not going to be as easy, but they're still going to win. Right. I have them. I was really tempted with the Miami game. But I was like, there's no way they're going to go three and three. Because I had already done Buffalo and the Jets, and I was like, I think both those teams could take one from them. I'm like, I don't think they're going to go 3-3. Three and three. So they beat the Patriots. They also beat the Cowboys, uh, the Jaguars, Dolphins, Giants, Redskins, uh, Bengals, Ravens, but they lose the last two games of the year against the Steelers. Revenge games, I feel like, never go the revenging player's way. No, not usually. Like, usually that player does well, but the team doesn't win. It's this weird, like convoluted nonsense that happens and then they lose the last game of the, of the season. It's almost like that concept is nonsense. Yeah, it is. So they lose <laughs> to the Bills at the very end of the year, but they finished 9 and 7, slightly like trending up a lot. They spent a lot of money in free agency and they got a lot better, I think, in both sides of the ball. Finally, the Patriots um 11 and 5. Uh they start the year off against the Steelers where they win. Uh they beat the Dolphins, beat the Bills. I already mentioned how they lose back-to-back weeks, week five and six, to the Redskins and Giants. 
I mentioned that already in our NFC East things. But then they go on a tear like they normally do. Beat the Jets, beat the Browns, beat the Ravens. They lose to the Eagles. The Eagles take revenge, but then they beat the Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs, Bengals. Uh, they close out the year against the Dolphins, which is an easy win. They go 11-5. and five. And they are the three seed in the AFC. That's interesting. They are the three seed in the AFC. <coughs> they do not get a bye week this year. And probably an early playoff exit because of it, I think. Yeah, we'll have to see. So, whoever wants to go next for I, AFC I, East. I can go next because I already, like, I have the Jets coming in last place, actually. Okay. We're, right. our, I figure our AFC East are going to be very different. Yeah. I have the Jets at 4-12. and 12. Wow. Okay. Ooh, that's spicy. They, they Le'Veon off, Bell and CJ Mosley? They don't win a game until <coughs> week eight against the Jaguars. Wow. Yeah, so... The, oh, and seven. They lose to the Bills, Browns, Patriots, come off their bye week, lose to the Eagles, Cowboys, and Patriots again, and then they then they get a little hoorah by beating the Jaguars and the Dolphins, only to lose to the Giants and the Redskins. This was one of the few games the Giants won on my thing. If you <laughs> yeah, remember. I know, I remember. And then uh, they beat the Raiders, beat the Bengals, and then lose out the rest of the season, 4-12, and 1-5 in, in division. You're yeah. just – is it just you just don't like Sam Darnold or you're not an Adam Gase guy or – Both, really. Sam Darnold did throw a lot of interceptions last year. He I led don't, the league I in interceptions. No, I have no faith in Sam Darnold. He led the to, league to in interceptions there. and their head coach is on crack. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Just straight up methamphetamines. Yeah. It's, it's – I, I, if, if anything has been more apparent in my entire life, <laughs> it's that Adam Gase is on some shit. He's on some shit, dude. He's on some fucking uppers, man. I don't know if he's just, like, buying Addies off of some people on the staff or if he's just throwing some fucking coke. He really wanted to trade for Josh Gordon. No, he's, no, Adam Gase has probably put the coke in the upper lip kind of guy. And they had, all, they had all those weird, like... <laughs> Like preseason shit where they fired their GM and didn't know what they were going to do. And Gase was their kind of GM for a little bit, but then he wasn't. And then they had the whole snafu with Bell where they have him, but they didn't really want him. And I, I think there's going to just be so much turmoil that team's fucked. Okay. I, I think Gase is out by the middle of the year, but I still think the team does okay. okay. I, Damn. I, yeah. So um, in third place at 8-8, eight and eight, I have the Dolphins. Okay, so you're a little higher on them than me. Right. I, I have them starting the season off 3-0. and <sighs> Wow. Okay. Beating the Ravens, beating the Patriots, beating the Cowboys, and then they lose to the Chargers. They come off their bye week to beat the Redskins. So they're 4-1. and 4-1. and one. So they, they got some good shit going for them. Josh Rosen's just slinging it. Arizona's feeling bad about themselves. I'm telling you, dude, I, I feel like it's going to be like the tale of two halves of a season because they're going to be like looking really good. And then, you know, they'll lose to the Bills. They'll bounce back. I have them beating the Steelers, but I think it's because it is one of those like trappy games for the Steelers. Absolutely it is. Even though it's the Steelers coming off a of bye week. They, it, we don't play good after bye weeks. You don't play good after a bye week. And the Dolphins, even though they're going to be 4-2 uh, and two at this point, it's not a team I see Pittsburgh ever take seriously. They don't. But then starts the bit of a slide because then they lose They lose the one game to the Jets where the Jets are like, we got this, guys. And then they lose to the Colts. 
They bounce back once against the Bills, but then I have them losing to the Browns and Eagles. They beat the Jets, Giants, Bengals, and lose to the Patriots in the last week. 8-8, eight 3-3 eight, three three in division. I like that more than mine. I feel like I'm just... Man, weird on they him. just got so lucky so mm-hmm. often. and eh, You never really know. Uh, um, in in second place, I have the Bills at eight and eight. Also, they get the tiebreaker because they went four and two in division, as opposed to the three and three with the Dolphins. So they start off similarly. They start off four and zero, oh, beating the Jets, Giants, Bengals, Patriots, and that's kind of nuts. Like beginning of the season, the AFC East, if it goes according to my prediction, is going to be kind of nuts. Because if you the Patriots will be in third place, the Patriots will be in third place because I have the Patriots like it just I have the Patriots starting off the season two and two. I actually Which have they the did pa- last year. I have yeah. the Patriots starting the season off three and three before they go on their tear. Wow! So like we're six weeks into the season and the Patriots won't be winning their division. It's gonna be kind of everyone's nuts. gonna be going crazy. And like, it's like, over, and then and it's not and over. It's like. Almost according to plan for the Patriots. It's yeah. like the chip they need for their shoulder to like keep playing well. Yeah. Hey, Tom, somebody said something negative about you. You're right. Um, Let's win the next 20 games. Oh, my God. Fuck you, Tom Brady. I love you, but I hate you. God damn it. Um, so then I have them losing to the Titans, coming out of the, and then they have their bye week. Then I have them beating the Dolphins, losing to the Eagles, beating the Redskins. Then they start their little bit of a slide where they lose to the Browns, Dolphins, Broncos, Cowboys. I have them beating the Ravens, losing to the Steelers, losing to the Patriots, and then beating the Jets in the last week. And depending on how my AFC West goes, 8-8 eight and eight might get you a playoff spot. Ooh, okay. So it's kind of interesting that their division record puts them above Miami right there. It's just something to keep in mind for future projections. And then... The Patriots will win the division. I have them going eleven and five, four and two in the division. Same like, as me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said though they start the season off three and three. They beat the Steelers, lose to the Dolphins, beat the Jets, lose to the Bills, beat the Redskins, lose to the Giants for the meme. <laughs> <laughs> the meme is alive. Then the tear starts. I have them beating the Jets, beating the Browns, beating the Ravens. Bye week. Come out. I have them losing to the Eagles also. Mm-hmm. But then I have them beating the Cowboys, beating the Texans. And bias, I have them losing to the Chiefs. I know you do. Yeah, I figured you would. It's, I feel like the Chiefs will beat them in the regular season and then lose in the playoffs like always. And then they win their last three games against the Bengals, Bills, Dolphins. All right. What about you, Justin? All right. So at the very bottom, I have the Dolphins. I have them going 5-11. and 11. Damn, I guess I'm just really high on the Dolphins. Fuck, dude. I'm, no, honestly, like out of the out of all of my hope, you're right about the Dolphins. Okay, I would love to just see Josh Rosen tear it up in Miami, just make the Arizona Cardinals look like fools. This mm-hmm. is actually like I, just kind of looking back a little bit. This is actually one of the harder schedules for this division in a it bit. It is a insanely hard schedule. Yeah, for like every team, like for the Patriots, if it wasn't for the rest of the teams being so significantly shittier than them, they would have a really tough year. Yeah. But the, the, the Patriots on another level compared to the other three teams, still they can't catch up, and th- that's what it's just going to look like, basically until Brady retires, or until Belichick retires. <laughs> <laughs> They'll go together. I think so. Yeah. But anyway, I have the uh, I have the Dolphins coming out strong, winning their first two games against the Ravens and Patriots. You guys are going. I'm I'm bailing on the meme this year. I don't like the meme of of the Patriots in Miami this year. I don't like it. That'll be it'll be just a silly fucking. It's thing a fifty-fifty meme. He's seven and eight. 
Right. <laughs> well, you so know. So you gotta. It's the fifty-fifty meme. Sometimes the peanut butter lands face up. Right. Sometimes. Sometimes. And I'm losing against the the Cowboys and Chargers going on their bye, coming out of it beating the Redskins, then then losing to the Bills, winning against the Steelers because of course they do. Woo! <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> it's on my birthday. Then I, I have can't them. Wait. Uh, then I have them going on a seven-game losing streak. Dope. Against the Jets, Colts, Bills, Browns, Eagles, Jets again, and the Giants. They beat the Bengals, the worst team in the NFL, and then lose Week 17 to the Patriots, even though it's a meaningless game. Right. Go, they, they go 5-11. and 11. In, in uh, third place in the division, I have the Jets, going 7-9. and nine. We're all kind of like lukewarm on the Bills. I think because we all just have a... You're not. I know you're not. Yeah. I, I, I have this weird manifestation of some kind of belief in Josh Allen, which makes no sense. It just makes but me so it's happy. because Shane has poisoned you. Shane has poisoned me. <laughs> Shane has, Shane poisoned, has poisoned you. you. Your no. doubles partner has gotten into your head. Absolutely not. Yeah, he has. He's, he's absolutely... I just think it's You know what people hilarious. who are in abusive relationships say? That they're not in abusive relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I just, I like Your doubles meme. partner is toxic. I like the meme I just of fell Josh down Allen. the stairs into Josh Allen's football, I swear. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. I hate you so much. <laughs> so what, what happens with the Jets? The Jets uh, lose their first two against the Bills and Browns. <coughs> they beat the Patriots right before their bye week. And then... I, I don't know, man. That, 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 I feel like the Bills... Like, oh, you're talking about the Jets. The Jets. I feel like the Jets are going to take one from the Patriots this I feel year. like they'll, they'll take just one. I don't one. know which one they're going to take. They're going to take one of them. I think, they'll, I think they're going to take the away game, which is going to be weird. Yeah. And then they'll take it by they'll they'll take it by like some dumb shenanigans that happen right at the end or something. Um, then I have them losing three in a row out of their bye week <laughs> against the Eagles, Cowboys, and Patriots. The rematch, they get fucking crushed. Yeah. Then I have them coming out three in a row against the Jags, Dolphins, and Giants, losing to the Redskins and Raiders, then beating the Bengals and Dolphins. Losing to the Ravens and the Steelers, and then Week 17 beating the Bills to finish out. Next, I have the Bills going eight and eight. All three of us have the Bills going eight and eight. I feel like they 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 just feel like an eight and eight team with a fucking amazing looking defense and a very hot and cold Josh Allen. It's not hot and cold. It's like Arctic tundra and center of the earth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what he does. So, like, that, so- that sounds like an 8 and 8. It sounds me. exciting. Yeah. It, that's why I like it. It sounds exciting. That's why I, I like, like it. I like how exciting it is. Because I, because, that's why I like Josh Allen, because They're I'm not be a Bills fan. Watch. They're either going to be atrocious to watch or really fun. Right. So, like, as as a not Bills fan, I can I can enjoy Josh Allen being in the league because it's going to be that. Oh, God. It's, everybody's going to hate Josh Allen, and then he's going to come out and, like, you throw for throw for three hundred yards and rush for like hundred twenty or something, and then everybody's gonna lose their shit. <laughs> and then he's gonna go back to being shit again the next week. Yeah, it'd be great. And I almost have their schedule kind of going that way, but I've them uh, coming out week one, winning against the Jets, then losing three in a row to the Giants, Bengals, Patriots at home, which is a big sad one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have them beating beating the Titans. Then coming out of their bye week, I have them beating the Dolphins and the Eagles, losing to the Redskins, beating the Browns, which will that'll be one of those dumb Josh Allen games. Yeah. And 
where people are like, oh, oh, it's Baker and Josh Allen. A, a little preview coming up in the week 10. The Browns looking pretty hot. And then the Bills just, just like, fucking come in and in, into Cleveland and shit on them. Kind of what the Bills did to the Vikings last year. Right. Where yeah, the Vikings very were similar. like, oh, here they come. Now the Vikings are good. And then the Bills just shat on yeah, them. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a similar vibe out of that game. Okay. And then I have them them beating the Dolphins, losing to the Browns, Cowboys, beating the Ravens and the Steelers. <laughs> Can it's we the, just skip the, the a- AFC North this year? I don't want to no. talk. No, no, we have to talk Next about. Week. I want to talk about it. And then I, I, I want to hear your opinion so bad. I don't want to hear it because <laughs> I wrote it and I don't like it. And then I'm I have them so losing interested. their last two. Finishing out eight and eight, the Patriots. I have always, always fun predicting their schedule because you know they're gonna fucking crush the division. But the the fun part is how. <laughs> <laughs> the fun part is how demoralizing they do it. Right. So, I have them starting off zero and three. <laughs> That's so stupid. It's like, it's like when. I'm trying to think of his name. The guy in John Wick gives John Wick an hour to go get started on before everybody tries to kill John Wick. Right, that's what the Patriots are doing. <laughs> it's like you've got you've got six weeks. You have six weeks to beat us as much as you possibly can, because then we're not going to lose after that. And that that's that's effectively what I have here. Oh, that's so funny. So then I have them. I have them winning the next four in a row after that against the Bills, Redskins, Giants, and Jets. I have them losing in Week Eight versus the Browns. We're just gonna send the league into a fury about them. Like I said, the Browns coming off really hot until about mm-hmm. Week Ten. Oh God. <laughs> <coughs> then, and Week Nine they beat the Ravens. They go on by, and then they don't lose again for the rest of the season. I like that. Going twelve and four. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's a good way to end. Yeah, it's. I I feel like because then they'll be in full Patriots mode. Even though there's a lot of really good teams they'll play against, they'll just beat all of them because they're the fucking Patriots. And the Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Dolphins. It, it it starts off it starts off tough and then it gets easier as it goes, and then they're just gonna fucking just go. Mm-hmm. Finish twelve and four. Then they're gonna have to play through week seventeen because they're gonna be contesting for some spot. We'll get into that later. Okay. Be contesting for that buy. And Corey, Corey, t- this is awkward because you have to start us on that AFC NFC North too. That's fine. He has to go last. Yeah. So you get to do you get to do eight a double in a row. You get to do two quick ones. So well, <laughs> two quick ones. <laughs> you know, I got to be on the perfect line. There's two teams in the AFC East that are going four and twelve. Ooh. Damn, oh, dude. Oh shit. Okay. And they rhyme with the Muffalo Mills and the. <laughs> Miami Bolfins. <laughs> the Miami Bolfins. Great. Miami. It's the new San Francisco. <clears throat> Bills went into this draft and said, we got to get better on defense. They did that. And then they were like, oh shit, I forgot about Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> he still has nobody. Well, we got him that white guy that raps sometimes. <laughs> Okay, we did okay. He'll be, he'll be okay. Josh Allen, J.K. They're going four and twelve. I have them beating the Giants because their defensive line is like the only thing that's good, and that's gonna Saquon Barkley's mortal enemy. 
Saquon Barkley's mortal enemy. His defensive lines. <laughs> yeah, just about the only thing that would stop him. <laughs> Teams are going to start putting like nine in the box against oh, Saquon. Absolutely, they are. Ten what in else? the box. They're just going to. They could bank on Eli throwing the ball. Yeah, like, go ahead, Eli. Throw the fucking ball. Please throw the ball. <laughs> yeah. They're going to stack the box harder than they do against fucking Dak. Then they'll beat the team that's going to be in last place and have the number one pick next year, uh, the Titans, in week five. Oh! You say the Titans have the number are going to be the worst team in the league. Yep. Oh, spicy. That's, that is Spicy, dude. I want to see what that looks like when we get there. That's Mariota has looked god-awful at practice. He doesn't even look... I don't it's even think like, he cares anymore. It's like when uh, there was that basketball guy that was the number one pick, and then he forgot how to shoot a basketball. Oh, um, you mean uh, Alonzo Ball? No. I know. <laughs> Man, that was me. He never knew how to shoot a basketball. Damn! <laughs> He's not that bad. They'll win. Week seven is their next, or their only win until week 14 when they play the Ravens. Okay. And that's it. I like it. Yeah. Damn. Savage. <laughs> that, that's savage as fuck. I don't know about that one, bud, but I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. uh, it's funny. Uh, so the Miami Bolfins. Yes. They don't win until week eight. <laughs> quick, Play quick. And beat the Steelers. Kuiper's oh. <laughs> <laughs> left the room. It's on my birthday! <laughs> that's even they can't lose to the Dolphins on my fucking birthday, oh, dude. They fucking they are, even, though. I won't even totally. be in the state when they play. They're going to be losing. I'll be so upset. You know what's going to happen, birthday's going to be ruined. Oh, you know, my God. Your you disappointment know, immeasurable and your day ruined. Right. They you know li- did I ever tell you guys, they've like out of all the times they've played on my birthday, they've never won? Oh, that's oh, even so that, better. They've literally never, out of all the times they've played on my birthday that I can remember, they've never won. That's Don't worry, even the better. Saints never won on my birthday either. Well, <laughs> I don't think the Chiefs have ever won on my birthday. July, everybody, it's, it's in June. 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 I'm we celebrated in July. We celebrated, we celebrated in, in June. June on my birthday. But you have your party in July, though. No, no, we had on my birthday. It was the very end of June. It was not July first. Oh God, I'm. I don't even know dates anymore. No, you oh, don't. Bad. Apparently, it was like a whole week before that. Is this, the, is this still about how the Dolphins are going to beat the Steelers? Is this still about how nobody cares about my life? God yes. damn it, Corey. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I, I love this meme, by the way. But it, one question I have to ask before you continue. Is the Miami Dolphins spelled with the blood bees? Yeah. Okay, I appreciate it. Continue. <laughs> I'm glad we got that out of the way. We uh, I needed to fucking know. <laughs> they have two losses sandwiched between their, two of their wins uh, with the Jets and the Colts. Then they'll beat the Bills because the Bills are boffle. The Bills are boffle. The are. Bills are boffle. No. I mean, like, their offense should be awful, but it's not going to be because of the Josh Allen hot and cold magic. Now they have tape. Now they have tape. <sighs> I mean, now yeah. They have tape. I, yeah, yeah. It's a good point. And literally no improvement. I they got Singletary, be- who's probably going to sit behind McCoy for no reason. Oof. Yeah, Big oh oof. god, yeah, that, that sounds oh. like the Bills. <laughs> Real quick, I just want to clarify, I, I misread my thing for the Patriots. Yeah? I do have the Patriots losing to the Browns. Ooh, yes. It's, they it's still go 11-5. and five, Right. But I do have the Patriots losing to the Browns. It's spicy, dude. So I like that one. 
That's why I did it too. It's spicy. Yeah. I feel like they're not going to because Bill Belichick's gonna just gonna run the score up on the Browns. <laughs> why? Damn. Revenge? Yeah. For revenge for firing him twenty five years ago. And Even it was the Ravens who the fired most... him. If you think about it, it was the Ravens who fired him. I sure. I guess. Who? What's the other game the Bills win? Uh, Patri- oh, Dolphins. I'm sorry. Patriots week seventeen. Oh, the Dolphins win week seventeen against the Dol- the yeah. Patriots. Okay. Yeah, I figured the. It'll be. They'll be locked into yeah. place by then. Jets eight and eight. I like the talent they collected, even though that Gase doesn't, because they're <laughs> dipping into his cocaine money or something. I don't know. <laughs> All that money they had to pay Le'Veon Bell and C.J. Mosley, two of the best players of their position. Man, my cocaine money. Know how many keys I could have got with that? Damn. Ooh. You got a lot. Fucking Adam Gase just gets out of his 2002 Toyota Corolla just snorting cocaine off of a key. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Some good fad pod lore. It's not even like original fad pod lore. No. Things people know. Man, but I I can't wait for the eventual day that'll never come that these people hear this. I will feel bad if Todd Gurley ever listens to this. Nah, it's all good. He he had it coming. <laughs> he had it coming because he got our twice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! He, he, he lost the gene pool and caught the arth- righty bone guy thing. And <laughs> it's his fault. Even though the oh, Je- God, I almost spit out my water. <laughs> Let's get back to the Jets. Even though the Jets win week one... And they go eight and eight. They have a five week stretch where they don't win a game <laughs> until Oof. they play the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> I love your prediction. Your so schedules much. are so fun. This is great. <laughs> They'll beat the Patriots, the Jaguars, and the Dolphins. Lose to the Giants. Beat the Redskins, Raiders, and Bengals. Because who wouldn't beat the Redskins, Raiders, and Bengals? <laughs> God fucking damn it. Uh, lose to the Dolphins, Ravens, and Steelers, and then beat the Bills. Whoo, God. In the, what, that's going to be the last battle of New York for the year. Yes, it will be. Yeah. The Patriots go 11-5 and five because that's the Patriots number. They don't, week, they don't lose until week seven when they play the Jets. <laughs> okay. They don't, so they go on a six-game Winning streak. Yeah. The Jets are on a five-game losing streak, and both of those end <coughs> in the same in the same game. That's so good. It's beautiful. I like that. Uh, and then they'll lose the following week to the Browns, but then they'll get back on track when they beat the Ravens before their bye week. But then they'll come back out and lose to the Eagles and Cowboys because the Eagles still think that they have Nick Foles at quarterback and it's the Super Bowl and everybody's gonna play out of their minds. Because right. it's the Super Bowl rematch, and the Belichick's not gonna have that mindset because he's very level-headed. Lose to the Cowboys, go on a four-game win streak, beating the Sham Texans, the starting to get cold Chiefs, the already cold Bengals, <laughs> and the Arctic Tundra Bills. It's like the the fucking the Bengals are like you put them in the oven at three fifty for three hours and you pull them out and they're still cold. <laughs> <laughs> they're on that shit. It's just, Damn, it's just absolute zero. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. They go eleven and five. Yep, 
after losing to the Dolphins week 17. Oh, oh. <laughs> all right. All right, so uh, that was the AFC East. So we all pretty much, like, the teams in the bottom were all... The only major difference was me having the the Miami Dolphins <laughs> At 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll transition into uh, the NFC North, Corey's favorite division. All right. Like last time, there's two teams with the same record. When I first did it, I wanted to put the Vikings at 4-12 and 12, out of respect for Mike Zimmer punching people in the face <laughs> as they sleep at night. Punching Pat Shermer in the head as he sleeps. Hitting him with a bag full of soap. <laughs> pillowcase full of soap yeah I, I dug around and found two more wins that they could have <laughs> <laughs> just dug around like, oh yeah they could win those two games it's like i'm playing animal crossing just looking for fossils <laughs> um, it hurts to laugh right now i can't keep doing that <laughs> yeah i sorry i found a thing at the bottom of my shoe i didn't know it was there yeah Detroit Lions and Minnesota Vikings both go 6-10. and 10. Start with Detroit. Uh, they'll beat the Cardinals. And then, like the, just like the Jets, go on a five-week stretch without winning a game until they play the Vikings. Then they'll lose to the Giants. Beat the Raiders and the Bears. Four, game, four weeks without winning a game. Cowboys, Redskins, Bears, and Vikings. Beat the Bucks. Lose to the Broncos, and then beat the Packers, because they always beat the Packers once. They do, yeah. The Vikings. I gave them week one against the Falcons. That's one of the ones I dug up, because fuck the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Corey's gonna pick the Falcons. He's like, no, nah, just fuck the Falcons. Lose to the Packers, beat the Raiders, lose to the Bears, beat the Giants, lose to the Eagles. And the Lions beat the Redskins, lose to the Chiefs and Cowboys, beat the Broncos, have a bye week, lose to the Seahawks, beat the Lions. <laughs> Having fun with this? No. <laughs> I'm quitting Fad Pod. <laughs> uh, and then they'll lose three games straight to end the season with the Chargers, Packers, and Bears. And then we'll get to hear for weeks about Zimmer being on the hot seat. And then they'll make it all go away by getting rid of Kirk Cousins. Nice. Damn. We have the Bears going 9-7. and seven. They're losing two games to start the season against the Packers and the Broncos. They'll beat the Redskins, Vikings, and Raiders and go into the bye week 3-2. and two. They'll lose to the Saints. They'll beat the Chargers and Eagles. Lose to the Lions and Rams. <coughs> they'll beat the Giants and Lions. They'll lose to the Cowboys and Packers. And then they'll beat the Chiefs and the Vikings. Matt we all, silently nods in approval. We all <laughs> care so much. And then Packers are going 12-4. and four. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know Man. why. I don't know why. That's shocking. That is a little shocking. For I, you expected, especially. I expected Justin to have the Packers going 12-4. Yeah, and four. I, like, I have them going 12-4. I, I have them going 12-4, and four, but what's going to happen is Aaron Rodgers is going to get hurt. The coach isn't going to be good, so I don't know. All right. I they go. They go twelve and four. What, what week does he get injured? Week sixteen against the Vikings. The Vikings knock him out again. That that's possible. We could see that. Just Anthony Barr just kills him and again because then they do lose. Then they do lose week seventeen. Well, there you go. Against yeah. the Lions, they like never lose week seventeen versus the Lions. 
They will this year, according to Corey. They won't have Aaron Rodgers. He's getting hurt week seven. Or are week all of Corey's predictions are coming true. God, if they do, he's you Corey's are. Corey's predictions he, are going to be one hundred percent accurate. He's I'm the new so football sad. pope. Go to playoffs without Aaron Rodgers. Oh, the football pope. He's the new football pope if these come if he wins. Are you okay with that mantle of being football care. poop? It's hey. not going to change my life any. <laughs> not that not that you guys would know. Oh hey. my! Oh. God. <laughs> Fifth time you brought this back up. Well, you know how many times you guys brought up my life. (laughs) (laughs) I really want to know what's happening in your life. Can we take a sidebar before Kuiper goes? Sure. Corey, I want to hear about your life. Green Bay Packers are beating (laughs) the Bears, Vikings, Broncos, and Eagles before they lose to the Cowboys. Then they'll beat the Lions and Raiders and lose to the Chiefs and the Chargers. They just can't get past those ch. The ch teams. Yeah. Uh, they'll beat the Panthers. They'll go in their bye week. And then they'll play against the 49ers, which they will win. Then they'll play against the Giants, and they'll win. Then they'll play the Redskins, and they'll win. Hell yeah. And then they'll play the Bears, and they'll win. I like this. And then they'll play the Vikings, and they'll win. Oh, this is great. And then they'll play the Lions, and Aaron Rodgers is hurt and couldn't run the table like he promised. Oh. Leading them to be 12-4. and four. You didn't need to run the table if they go 12-4. and four. Trying to get that one seed. Yeah. All right. My NFC North. I have the Lions at the bottom at five and eleven. Their only wins come against the chart. The Cardinals week one. Uh, their first game against the Vikings. I have them winning. I have them beating the Giants. Uh, beating the Bears once and beating the Buccaneers. Um, I just don't like the Lions. Like they're just they they tried to transition from being a pass first team to a run first team and it didn't work and everything sucked and Matt Patricia sucks as a head coach and they just suck. I'm not a fan of the Lions. I I mentioned this in our group chat. This is the division that like I'm the most shaky on. Like I wouldn't be surprised if any of these teams won or lost two or three more games than I have them. Mm-hmm. Like I have the Minnesota Vikings at eight and eight. But if the Minnesota Vikings went like eleven and five, I'd be like, oh, okay. But if they went five and eleven, I'd be like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked either way. Um, so I put them in eight and eight. I do have them beating the Falcons week one because why not? I just have them beating the Falcons. I'm like, ah, yeah, they beat the Falcons. Uh, lose to the Packers, beat the Raiders, lose to the Bears, beat the Giants, lose back to back weeks, Eagles, Lions. Beat the Redskins, lose to the Chiefs and Cowboys. Two really tough road games back-to-back. That really sucks Yeah. for the Vikings. Those are like two tough road games back-to-back. Uh, then they get a home game against the Broncos. They win bye week before they go to Seattle, which they lose. Lions they win. Chargers they lose. They win. They finish the year with two straight wins over the Packers and Bears, though, which is pretty neat. But they finish 8-8. Eight and eight. The Chicago Bears, and we haven't done the, the Baltimore Ravens yet. We're going to do them next episode. The Chicago Bears are the inverse of the of the Ravens for me. I have the Bears winning double-digit games, but I would not be surprised if they significantly finished like well below that. Mm. Um, they started the year 0-2 against the Packers and Broncos. They beat the Redskins, beat the Vikings, beat the Raiders, go on a bye week, lose to the Saints. Then they go on a little bit of a pretty hot winning streak. They beat the like a bunch of playoff teams they beat the chargers they beat the eagles they beat the rams uh they do lose to the Lions, but then they beat the cowboys then they beat the packers they lose to the chiefs and they lose to the vikings they finish 10 and 6 and a five seed in the nfc 
I have the Packers going 11-5. and five, And I have them as the two seed in the NFC. So they get a bye week. Ooh. After missing the playoffs, I have the Packers getting a bye week. So they start off really hot. Uh, beat the Bears. Beat the Vikings. Beat the Broncos. They lose to the Eagles. They beat the Cowboys in, in what will guarantee to be the game of the year for no reason. It'll be game of the year. For whatever reason, every time Aaron Rodgers plays the Packers or plays the Cowboys, <laughs> it's, the best, it's the best game ever. Beat the Lions, Raiders, and Chiefs. Uh, they lose to the Chargers, beat the Panthers. Bye week. Beat the 49ers, beat the Nets. Then they go on a three-game losing streak. So it's a little rough at the end. They lose to the Redskins for no reason. They lose to the Bears. They lose to the Vikings. They finish at the Lions, 11-5, and 4-2 and two in the division. Aaron Rodgers gets back uh, to the playoffs with Matt LaFrench. As Matt LaFrench. Matt LaFrench as his uh, head coach. Matt LaFleur de Lee. Matt LaFleur. Why isn't he on the Saints staff? You guys will drop the ball. Because you don't we, need him? we don't pick up bad coaches. Oh! Hot oh, damn. Oh, oh, oh. We don't you hire... picked up two bad coaches I don't, I know why you're ooing at me like, like I have faith in him or something. We don't, we, don't pick up, <laughs> we don't pick up coaches that just had coffee with Sean McVay. Yeah, that's pretty much why it happened. Because we already uh, have the greatest offensive mind in football. Right. Facts. 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 Yeah, facts. Love the Saints so much. All right, right Maddie. So I'm going to do mine. I'm going to start off with like last place, third place, and then I'm going to. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, as we've been. But I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to like mix up first and second. Oh, okay. All okay. Right. I want you to I want you to do that without giving us the team names. Without? I, yeah. That's kind of hard to. No, no, no. Like, don't give away who's going to win the division. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to do that. All I'm right. going to tell you who comes in last, who comes in third, but like. You know, okay. Keep yeah. us, keep us going. Keep you guessing on first and second because right, it's gonna be when I when I mapped this out and figured it out. It's kind of wild and it's really funny. Oh god, I'm excited. All right, let's I go. feel like we each have done like a funny division at this point. So, because my NFC East was really in funny. last place, I have the No Faith Minnesota Vikings at four and twelve. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> you you. D- Hate no Kirk way. Cousins. There's no way. I Dude, do. if they go four and twelve, that is a cat. That's like a failure of like catastrophic performance. Yeah, I know, that, right? That's what I had, but Matt wasn't kind enough to go dig up some wins. <laughs> yeah, no, they. He didn't dig some dubs. So they start out zero and two. They lose to the Falcons, lose to the Packers. They'll beat the Raiders, lose to the Bears, beat the Giants, beat the Eagles. Oh, hold on, no. Yeah, yeah. They beat the Eagles. Yeah, I actually have them beating the Eagles. Hold on. Did I count that out? Or one, two, three, four. Okay. Five. Five wins. Okay, My five. Still, is bad. That's still categorically yeah, low. Yeah, no, they're still last place and a shit-tier team. Damn. <laughs> I don't even know how that's true. And, so, and, and it happens in, in catastrophic fashion because, again, losing to the Falcons, losing to the Packers, beating the Raiders, losing to the Bears. At this point, they're one and three. But then they win their next four in a row at the Giants, Eagles, Lions, Redskins, and then lose every other game for the rest of the season. <laughs> Does Kirk Cousins get hurt or something? No, no he, just... He, just, he just sucks. All right. Well, their games they play after that, they play the Chiefs. That'll be a team above 500. They play the Cowboys. That's a team above 500. They're playing the Broncos, who are going to be fluctuating around 500. Seahawks are going to be above 500. The Lions are below 500, but they're still going to lose to them. The Chargers are going to be above 500. The Packers are going to be above 500. And the Bears are going to be above 500. Oh, that's fair. 
So that's why they lose all of those games. So I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to make a bet if somebody gets hurt or not. <laughs> but, but you're about to do that. I'm gonna bet that Kirk Cousins doesn't play double digit games this year. I I think that no, oh, that could be a true thing that happens. Now are you? But you're okay. Well, the phrasing of that bet is not implying an injury. Right. That's why I don't want to. The phrasing of it just means that he, he might get be playing benched. so poorly that he could be benched. Right. Okay. That's that's why. Okay. But me personally, I don't think that's going to be the case. Okay. But we'll see. I don't think he's going to play ten games, or I don't think he's going to. Yeah, I don't think he's going to play ten games. All right. Time. All right. You so. heard it here first. Mm-hmm. All right. So then, <coughs> in third place, <laughs> I got the Detroit Lions at seven and nine. What do you mean, oh man? I, I I'm so afraid of what you're gonna do with the Bears and Packers. <laughs> if it, I'm I'm intimidated. All right. So Detroit Lions, uh, they beat the Cardinals, lose to the Chargers, Eagles, Chiefs, bye week, lose to the Packers, Vikings, Giants, and then they come back. They're able to beat the Raiders. They get a win at the Bears, beat the or lose to the Cowboys, Redskins, Bears, beat the Vikings, Bucks, Broncos, Packers to end the season. Uh, like traditional Detroit fashion. We won four games to end the season, guys. We we ended strong. Yeah. We I, did it. I wanted to give the Lions more faith. I know you like Matt Stafford. Yeah, he like even all the players are saying that he's one of the most respected quarterbacks and somebody they he'd want they'd want to play with, you know. But I think it's the I think it's most of the stuff around him. There's a lot of good talent on that team. Yeah, that's what like they they had, like, signed Flowers, which is good. Yeah. Was it Flowers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think the defense is going to have a lot of improvement. Yeah, I like I like Kenny Galladay. I think he's pretty good. Yeah, Kenny like, Galladay and Marvin Jones. Yeah. I just don't I, – they just seem to figure out how to fall apart. And no, I think a lot of it has to do – win the games they should win. Right. I think a lot of it has to do with the, their staff. I think their mm-hmm. staff is poor. I want to see Patricia in his second year, seeing if he grows. I really hope so, because that was... I'd like to see him rough. grow. I just... He tried to change the makeup of that team into something that it wasn't, and it hurt him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think they're going to be paying for that this year again. All right, so uh, we, we have the Packers and the Bears somewhere in first and second place. Oh, boy. I'm just going to go over... Um, since they're right in a row, I'm just going to go over the teams and records and stuff, so just give me a second here. Um, you got the Chicago Bears. They're going to lose to the Packers in week one because the Packers are really good at beating the Bears the first time they play them. Oh, absolutely they are. Especially when it's week one. Mm-hmm. And then the Bears... so good. God, oh, my God. So good. They did it. They did that again two years ago, the game that Devontae Adams got hurt. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And then, and then Devontae got hurt, and then they got pissed, and then shit on the Bears. That was week two, I think, actually, that that happened. But, yeah, the, fir- the first game they played the Bears... The Bears, oh, the Bears will then rip their next four in a row off, beating the Broncos, Redskins, Vikings, Raiders. Um, they'll come out of their bye week losing to the Saints and Chargers. They'll beat the Eagles, but then they'll lose to the Lions and the Rams. They'll beat the Giants, Lions, Cowboys, and Packers. They'll win the second time, lose the Chiefs, and beat the Vikings in Week six, 17. So you circle back around to the Packers. The Packers beat the Bears in Week 1. They beat the Vikings in week two. They lose to the Broncos in week three. And then they beat the Eagles, Cowboys, Lions, Raiders the next four in a row. <laughs> lose to the Chiefs. Lose to the Chargers. <laughs> lose to the Panthers. 
Are you catching a pattern here, folks? I don't know what you're talking about. Are you going to make the Chiefs go 17-0 and or something? No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't decided. <laughs> <laughs> so they lose to the Chiefs, Chargers, Panthers out of their bye week. Then they get a couple easy games. They destroy the 49ers, the Giants, and the Redskins. Here's where they split with the Bears again, as I said. Then they beat the Vikings. And then the Lions in their surge will beat the Packers in Week 17. If you've been keeping track at home, both of these teams are now 10 and 6. Oh, but who has the tie? Both of these teams are 4 and 2 in the division. Oh my god. What's the next tiebreaker? Common opponents. Let's let's go through some common opponents that these teams that these two play, okay? Oh my god. So uh they they uh they both play teams from the NFC East, the Redskins and the Cowboys. They both win. They they both play the Giants. They both win. They both. I think they play. I think they both play the Raiders. Yeah, they both play the Raiders. They both win. They both lose to the Chiefs. They, they both beat the Broncos. They both beat the Broncos. They both beat the Eagles. Oh no 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 no! They both beat the Eagles. The one game difference is the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos is the deciding game. The Chicago Bears beat the Broncos in Week Two. The Packers lose to the Broncos in week three. The Bears win the division because of that, because of Joe Flacco. Oh, that's soul crushing. Oh. I, like gonna... I like that digging deep for the, uh, for the tiebreaker. Mm. I like that. It, it's going to be I so thought... interesting coming into week 17. I thought head-to-head, or they will both one-on-one They'll against They'll both be one-to-head, one head-to-head. So it, it, they be one-to-one head-to-head. They have the same division record. And then it comes down to shared schedule, and they have the exact same shared schedule, other than the Broncos were one, one, one lost. So that the Broncos game is what matters. But if you look into it storyline wise, because the um, I have the Bears losing to the Chiefs in Week 16, coming into Week 17, it's the Packers division to win, and then I have them losing to the Lions and losing the division because of it. Oh man, your turn, Justin. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, okay, so. I have a I have a divisional tie, but it's at the bottom. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I have Same. I have the Vikings and Lions both tying at seven and nine. Okay, so you're a little you're a little higher on the Vikings than. Uh, yeah, than, I'm a little more realistic about Matt the Vikings. Anti cousins Dustman. <laughs> I, I think that's more realistic about the Vikings. I think it's probably still a little bit low, but we'll see. So we'll we'll start with the Lions. I, I didn't work out the tiebreakers. I don't know what, which one finishes last. I, I don't care that much about them. <laughs> Who would have thought? Damn! We'll start with the Lions. I have the Lions beating the Cardinals in week one. Losing, understandably, to the Chargers and Eagles in weeks two and three. I have them beating the Chiefs. I figured, yeah. Then they go on their bye week, come out swinging for three weeks in a row, beating the Packers, the Vikings, and the Giants. Then I have them losing three in a row against the Raiders, Bears, and Cowboys, beating the Redskins, losing to the Bears again, and the Vikings. Then I have them beating the Bucks, one of the laughing stocks of the NFL this year, and losing to the Broncos and the Packers in Week 17, because of course they do, 7-9. and nine. Then the Vikings, I have them beating the Falcons Week 1. <laughs> well, we all have the <laughs> beating the Falcons in Week 1. <laughs> That's really funny. I'd like the Falcons probably aren't, aren't going to be good. It's like they get the preseason, everybody just falls apart or something. <laughs> uh, I met a Falcons fan that hates Dan Quinn. 
I, I could believe it. Can't fucking stand him. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised by he that. He would burglarize his house. Oh my god. <laughs> would he uh, go in while he's sleeping and beat him with a pillowcase? <laughs> Full of soap? <laughs> yeah. I don't think he would assault him. <laughs> but he would burglarize him. Burger... Burglarize? Burger, burglarize him? <laughs> Give him some burgers? Burgy boys. Burgy <laughs> I have the, like, he's losing the package. Realize, realize, burger <laughs> lies. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I have the... Uh, the Vikings loses the Packers week two, beating the Raiders week three, losing to the Bears week four, beating the Giants week five, then losing to the Eagles, Lions, Redskins, Chiefs, and Cowboys all in a row. They, they, get, they get fucked. But once again, most of those teams are, you know, 500 teams. And then, but, and then beating the Broncos. Coming out of their bye, I have them beating the Seahawks. Maybe one of those squeaky boys, I think. Uh, I have them then beating beating the Lions, losing to the Chargers, winning against the Packers in Week 16, losing to the Bears in Week 17, finishing out seven and nine. Now I have the Bears in second place at nine and seven. I have the Bears. Uh, this is a fun little little flippy flip. The first three weeks of the year, I have the Bears losing their first three in a row and the Packers winning their first three in a row. Very interesting. Yeah. So there's going to be that that end of Week three narrative. Where people could be like, "Oh, the Bears are sinking. They're not. They lost their coordinator." Y'all laughed at me. Y'all picking the Bears to win the division. Aaron Rodgers. Y'all laughed at me. Money. Right. Money. And then I have the, I have the Bears. Uh, after that that losing streak, beating the Vikings, the Raiders, uh, losing to the Saints out of their bye because of course they lose to the Saints. Just, I think just the, the caliber of that team is just gonna outplay that amazing defense. It's the creativeness of the offense. Okay. That, uh, when we played, we're talking about Packers. Talk about Bears. Oh, then never mind. Uh, then beating the Chargers, Eagles, and Lions in a row. Losing to the Rams, beating the Giants and Lions. Losing to the Cowboys. Winning against the Packers. Losing to the Chiefs. And then beating the Vikings in Week 17. The Packers, I have winning the division... And I guess compared to everybody else, I'm modest ten and six. <laughs> Just a modest. Just a modest ten and six. A modest. That's good for uh, a fan. You, know, you want to be modest on your own team. Yeah, you you want to be modest on your a own. Mod- I was not modest last year. A, a modest ten zero and six. <laughs> <laughs> no, bo- no, no, no ties this year, please. Never six losing. Ties. Never losing a game. That's how modest we are. Oh God. I just as a quick thing before Justin does his Packers thing, I have this weird feeling that Justin is like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be pretty modest with the Packers, and then, I mean, you could probably guess how I'm gonna be about the Steelers, because you know I'm just so optimistic. Yeah, I wonder how Corey's gonna be with the Saints. And uh, yeah, I wonder how you and Corey are gonna be about the Chiefs and the Saints. I, I'm curious. I can't possibly imagine <laughs> that uh you know you two are gonna be as... i have the saints done um don't, don't say what you're gonna don't say what you have them as 13 and 3 winning 13 straight. <laughs> 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 
starting 0 and 3. Holy <laughs> shit! Holy because shit. we suck starting the year. Similar right. to last year. We play year, the Texans. We know the Texans suck, but we always lose week one. We play the Rams. It's in LA. You know, whatever. And then we play the Seahawks. Seahawks are going to be one of the best teams in the NFL this year. Win all the rest. All right. <laughs> don't give away your Chiefs games. I won't do it. No, don't do it. No, right don't. now. I'm cutting in right now with my Packers. Okay. Like I said before, I had them winning. I have them winning the first three in a row against Bears, Vikings, and Broncos. I have them losing to the Eagles, beating them boys, losing to the Lions, which is what make me upset. <laughs> <laughs> beating the Raiders, which will make me happy. Losing to the Chiefs. See, even I have this. I just don't think it's it stacks up, and I'll be very sad. But we're gonna watch that game together, me and you. Or make sure we and you watch that game together. Yeah, of course. And it's gonna be good. I, we might like try to do something and go to like. Can I go to your house? Oh yeah, if you want to come to my house, <laughs> fuck it. We'll we'll get some food or we'll grill some food up at my house. Fuck yeah, I want to just get berated by your family <laughs> while I sit there in my fucking jersey with my cheese hat, with my little my little sausages, <laughs> being real sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you're, either gonna, you're either going to be big old frown on your face eating them sausages, <laughs> you sausage and you can, or or you're going to be the only one happy in the house. Yeah, or that. <laughs> either one will be very fun. Um, then I'm going to the Chargers and Panthers uh, losing to the Niners after their bye. And then beating the Giants and Redskins, losing Bears Vikings, and then of course they beat the Lions in Week 17. So I have them pretty much closing out the division by Week 16. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter, but mm-hmm. they'll they'll still have to play for seeding. For seeding, yeah, and they and they won't get a bye. Oh, okay. I have I have finishing. I think it's either third or fourth. I forget which one. So. Just opened up Bleacher Report. Uh oh. Breaking news? Looked at the Saints. First first article about the Saints. Sean Payton opened to changing offense to score more points. (laughs) Show me one coach that isn't open to that. Show me one coach that wouldn't be open to changing their offense to score more points. That doesn't. Show me one coach that wouldn't. <laughs> Show me Zimmer. one coach that <laughs> wouldn't be open to changing their offense to score more blow. <laughs> but show me one coach that wouldn't be open to changing their offense to score more points. Yeah, that's what a what a weird. Who wrote this fucking article? Uh, Who wrote it? Go put him Call him out right now. Trash Call him. him. Call him out. James Park. You suck, James Park. <laughs> What kind of questions are you asking? <laughs> I'm sure, wait, now, it might not be his fault. It might be Sean Payton giving him that as an answer, which is the most non-answer I've ever heard from an NFL coach. Change up our offense to score more points. Well, I mean, really? Well, but he probably asked him, like, would you be open to uh, changing up your offense if it meant scoring more points? Like, what's Sean Payton going to say? No. Well, of course that would he's going to say, yeah. That would be the dumbest question you'd ever ask. That might be the single most awful question if he asked that question, that might be the worst question ever asked. Corey's digging. I got out of the article. I was oh, you got out of the article. You just scrolled through other stuff and 
in the good old Bleacher Report. I'm so glad you opened that just now. Like, that's such a... That was, that was really good. What a gem from Bleacher Report. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck you, James Parks. Damn. Tell him. Let All him right. know. So tune in next week when we totally don't talk about the AFC North. No, we're definitely talking oh, we're about definitely it. talking about the NFC North. Saints head coach AFC Sean North. Payton says the team sticks to the basics and builds on past success, but will you also use off-season training regimen to introduce new concepts, formations, and play calls? Oh, so that's a first. <laughs> so what? There will be variations. We try. Payton said this off-season. There will be some off-season projects. Just not just offensively, defensively. Oh, good job, Sean Payton. Answering the real tough questions. We'll look at how you might tweak some things in the gun and do some things we didn't try last year. Okay, I think every team does that. There are some core principles to what we're doing offensively that we believe in, like scoring points. We believe in that very firmly. <laughs> it, we have a very not unshaken trust in scoring points. The Saints' offensive success from the past season represents a slight increase from their statement in 2017 campaign, both per points per game and total points, but decrease in total yardage. Fuck I... you, Sean. Not Sean Payton. Good job, Sean Payton. Yeah, good job, Sean Payton. For put, having the patience... To answer these questions and not giving real answers. <laughs> oh my god, that's kind of beautiful. Thanks, Sean Payton. Oh, just a just a little heads up, just one little quick news tidbit before we uh, close out here. Martavis Bryant uh, applied for reinstatement. You think he gets it? I don't care. You think, do you think he gets reinstated? I don't care. I don't fucking care. He's that's, not a good enough player. Th- that's a good enough response for me. He, I hope he caught a, a ball wait, wait. with his butt. He did catch a ball with he his butt. One, he did at one point. Uh, wait, Fad Pod on Twitter. We, when we do Fad Pod picks, we might actually post on Facebook again. We have a Patreon that I said. Yes, patreon.com slash FADPOD if you want to hear about how our lives going and not Corey's apparently. And, <laughs> and, and and the weird sound testing that I did a few days ago. That was fun. It was it was, it was just that was just a dumb little thing. He's like, you know what? I already have it up. Let's just put it on there. It's weird. It doesn't make any sense. It's silly. I hope you all enjoy the content we put up on there. I hope you enjoy our content in general. Like, subscribe. So angry and Ben, I love you. I love everybody. Well, yeah, but those are our patrons, and I gotta shout them out. Oh, yeah, I mean, I love them both very much. Those shoutouts to. No. No, he's a $1 patron. He doesn't get shot out anymore. Yep. <laughs> Shout-outs to Todd Gurley's knee. I hope Oh, yeah, fuck arthritis or something. Todd Gurley's knee. Have fun in Miami, Ten, Todd. $10 patron. We willed this into... We willed Todd Gurley's arthritis into existence. I just realized it. Oh, no!